Hey everyone, welcome back to Google Workspace Recap, where we review everything new to Workspace every week. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we're here to help you keep up. Announcing our new certification segment, we are partnering with our friends over at Jamf. We're gonna walk you through their Jamf Certified right. Associate Certification. And as always, we're gonna do a deep dive into how it was set up, how to study for it, and how to pass the certification. So tune in to us on YouTube on September 26th for the live stream and possibly some giveaways. That's gonna be at noon central. So it's 10 o'clock uh, Pacific time, I believe. Subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon to get notified. Steve, look at you all sharp with your new lights, new microphone, got... new camera. Look at this, yeah. lights, camera, action. I've got a few uh, new devices here. I've got uh, the same mic as you. We've got a little J5 Create 4K camera that's picking up some better quality here with uh, within uh, Riverside, which the Brio 4K was not uh, Ooh, yeah. unfortunately passing to them. You're coming through in 4K. I'm only recording in 2K at the moment. Yeah, so some new lighting over there. Done. Lighting over here, so looking good. Yeah, and you got it looking positioned good. well, so you're looking into the camera. Good, uh, good job there. <sighs> Trying to trying to do my best here. Yeah, people on the podcast side are going. Will they shut up about this already? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think I was actually watching our episode from Next on Spotify, my phone, and mm -hmm. you know, it's you've got the video feed from that. So I do. You know, it's a Spotify um, feature. Yep. Yeah. I was actually so one of the original on... beta testers of that feature for Spotify. Uh, there weren't yeah. many people that were uploading video to Spotify. I'm like, upload a video, upload like it's the same file to me. What do I care? Yeah. Somebody wants to watch it on Spotify, go for it, by all means. I do on occasion because it's just, you know, an easy way to have it on the phone and, and you know, have it open and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it was looking good. I liked that episode. I think I got about a great halfway one. through, so it was good. It's a long one, but it's a great one. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, no, it was really good uh, way it started. So, yeah, we've got, you know, pretty decent episode this week. Uh, a few updates uh, that happened during the week, five of those, mm -hmm. and uh, five that happened in the end of week, end of week recap. So uh, the first five that we saw was the expanding autocorrect to Google Chat on the web. Uh, also, we have some expanding streamlined file organization across Google Workspace, uh, some updated Zoom in and out capabilities across Google Docs, slides, and drawings. Uh, there's a lot of expansion here, expanding, expanding <laughs> language support, expanding, updating, and meet. Yep. Yeah. I was just actually talking to someone, uh, in some of the Arabic speaking countries and there's some translations happening there with, uh, there actually different dialects of Arabic, which is kind of cool to see that. Um, and English groups. UK, because that's a tough one. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, next one is dynamic groups, uh, is going to be supporting, uh, negation queries this is nice one. yeah and then yeah i know that is that is pretty big um well also just negation in general from some of the rules and like dlp and everything like that else, everything else like that like it's, mm -hmm. it's not as like i don't know as as um expansive really like, like supporting like the the positive negative kind of queries um within all yeah. those different rules it's kind of problematic though when you're trying to figure out like how to say oh i want to except everything but this, right? It right. doesn't always happen. It's not always possible in the workspace. Uh, and then moving into our published releases, we have uh, the expanded branding and customization capabilities to Google Sites. Uh, there is uh, the introduction of new low latency, ultra, ultra low latency viewer experience for in-domain live streaming in Google Meet. 
and I was reading some of the comments that uh, alpha testers were having with that, and the improvement is just like substantial. You know, this is going from things like you know twenty second delay to like sub millisecond delays on this now for ultra low latency. So this is you know really allowing large organizations to um, you know have like kind of real time responses from people in the Q and A sections, things like that. So it's a, it's a huge improvement there. Yep. We'll talk more about that when we get to it. Um, next is lock, locking files more easily in Google Drive. And then finally, uh, increased, uh, increased row limits in connected sheets for BigQuery. And, uh, and then we have a few things, of course, in the news. Uh, we have uh, the article. Uh, yeah, we have uh, a couple of things from the cloud community here. Uh, generative AI for enterprises, you know, how to get started with uh, AI support on Vertex AI. Uh, there's also a deep dive into Google Workspace Security and how to make uh, a safe and smart collaboration a reality. And then Both finally, of those uh, are events. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Events. There, there you go. Yep. Yep. And then also another uh, little article here about uh, Google getting a fresh look and new features for his 15th birthday. Chrome. Chrome gets the fresh look. Oh, Chrome. Not Google. So Chrome. Is, <laughs> yeah. I missed that keyword there. Chrome is getting a fresh look. Yes. Yep. It's go. late. We started late tonight. Steve's already it's having trouble reading. <laughs> it is. Yeah, actually, it is. She's 11.45 here. Okay. Here, I'll make uh, the first bigger one. for you. How about that? That's right. <laughs> so first thing is Google Chat on the web is going to, uh, you know, uh, automatically correct misspelled words, making it easier to send messages without typos. So this is kind of similar functionality to what Gmail has in Google Docs. And they're going to uh, be shown with a gray underline so you can know when to autocorrect, when the autocorrect has occurred. So that's rolling out now to all English users. Uh, next, there's some ex expanded streamlined uh, file organization across Google Workspace. Um, so as a follow-up to an, uh, an update earlier this year, uh, there's an expansion to uh, update visual experience to Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, Drawings, Sites, and Gmail. That's one of the biggest lists of apps that we have here in some updates. Uh, so users will now have access to some helpful suggestions. Uh, when moving files and adding shortcuts to files and also creating copies of files. So that will be rolling out to rapidly and schedule release domains on a bit of an extended pace. So which means a little bit longer than 15 days for uh, visibility. Um, so keep an eye out for that um, in the next few days or weeks. Uh, next, there is that updated zoom in and out capabilities across Google Docs, slides and drawings. Uh, so this will give you some additional uh, capabilities to zoom in and out uh, to the docs and slides. Keyboard uh, shortcuts. You can also, yeah, and also you can smoothly zoom in and out using this trackpad or mouse wheel yep. with some modifier keys, the command or control buttons there. So a lot of keyboard shortcuts exactly, which I've always been using like what command plus minus is what I've been yep. doing with the zooming in and out. Uh, zero to go back to the, uh, you know, kind of 100%. So that's what I've been doing. Well, this is definitely a welcome one because I actually was doing a presentation with somebody recently and they were trying to uh, expand in sheets and trying to zoom into just like one corner of it because it was on a, on a big TV and there were people way in the back they couldn't see. And they would zoom in and we, they couldn't zoom out and then we had to reload the page just so that it would reset and then zoom back in again to a different part. Like that's how they were navigating. It was like, oh my God, this is, this is terrible. It's an awful experience. So I'm really glad to see this. <laughs> Make it easier. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, also, dots and slides, but still, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, next one here, we have the expansion of the, the language support for captions and meet. 
So this will start to expand out to uh, you know more languages. It's just like I mean this is like crazy the number of like languages and dialects and everything here. So it's really really I mean amazing to see this and how far this has come from the early days of just having an English and you know a few of the main European languages. So Arabic you know four different Arabic dialects. Um, you know you've got Bengali. You know you've got some different um, you know dialects from here from India. Um, that's just crazy. Like there's a lot of stuff here. This is, I don't even impressive. know how to pronounce some of these. I know exactly. <laughs> You've got a bunch of different dialects here. Really different. Well, I don't know if dialects, it's languages probably like from South Africa. Um, and Swedish. A lot of stuff here in beta. Swedish. Yeah. Swedish, Swedish. Yeah. Swedish, Swedish, <laughs> Swedish, Swedish in beta. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> taken that long, like UK English also like it's taking yep. that long to get it. Uh, right. But there you go. And uh, keep an eye out for those, um, you know, coming out to meet and also, you know, moving from beta into GA soon. But uh, that is available, uh, available now and work to workspace customers. And, and I think also keep in mind that that is most likely going to be, is that one of the different features moving to uh, Duet AI? Mm, maybe. Support for captions? Mm, maybe. Which ones? Because one is captions, yeah. one is translation. Uh, so uh, one of those two or, or both or might be moving translate AI, so. use duet AI to translate captions in these languages yeah. that's in the help article yeah. so it's the It'll translation side mm -hmm. currently yep we'll see right uh last but not least in the uh end of week recap posts it's the dynamic groups is going to be now supporting negotiation negation queries so you can now create and edit dynamic groups to use some negation and members of queries. So as an example here, you can opt to create a dynamic group that excludes all users from a particular sub organization or specific job title. Uh, and there's a few limitations there though, however, so you might want to uh, keep in mind that any query that exists uh, macro and using the and operator or queries where the not operator is used inside of the exists macro will not be supported. So just have a closer look at what that means yeah. and uh, the help article with that one and do a little testing and get familiar with what this is now going to uh, to mean for you. Well, uh, this, this is also a really, really, yeah. I was gonna say this is a really big announcement because is, dynamic yeah. groups can control spaces now. And so you're gonna have a much mm -hmm. better time of getting a much more granular, granular and specific with your dynamic groups to be able to dynamically control your spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye out for this uh, as it gradually rolls out to both rapid release and scheduled release domains on a 15 day rollout for visibility, which started today uh, as a recording here, September 11th. Uh, this was available to uh, a few different SKUs, Frontline Standard, Enterprise Essentials Plus, Enterprise Standard Education um, Standard, also Enterprise Plus, of course, Education Plus, and Cloud Edited Premium Customers Only. And then, you know, some help articles for that one. And also uh, a very small image as to what this is, but you know. Sad times. <laughs> I know. I know. Right, first update we have of the week. Um, more sites updates. Love to see these. Uh, the expansion of branding and customization capabilities to Google Sites. Uh, so today, uh, as of last week on the 4th of September, uh, Google is very excited to announce that you can now easily and quickly create high quality uh, pre-designed themes for Google sites. And, uh, you know, this is kind of give you some uh, abilities to, you know, 
and customize the fonts, some brand colors, logos, header images, and some other theme settings, uh, you know, like, the, uh, like custom site width and page frames. And uh, users can also be able can also employ um, these when creating a new site or editing an existing site. Uh, for those users, uh, they'll start to see this starting uh, last week on the 5th of September, a gradual rollout for both scheduled release and rep release domains, up to 15 days for that visibility to occur. And this is only available, though, to certain uh, customers. So it's just Business Plus, Education Standard, Enterprise Plus, and Education Plus customers. So a very specific feature to sites, which you don't often see. Most of the time, it comes out you know, to all uh, all SKUs for sites, but uh, this one is one of the, you know, kind of more advanced features, which is limited to business plus and up. I think you said education standard, but it's enterprise standard, enterprise plus, enterprise. and then education plus. Education plus, right. Yeah. Business yep. plus, enterprise standard, enterprise plus, education plus. Yes, correct. Got to keep you honest. Only one. Thank you. <laughs> it's good that you're following along. Uh, yes. And then the next big one, I mean, this, this is, I think a pretty substantial update this week is that latency, yeah. uh, in increase with, uh, live events. So, um, you know, as you are live streaming your, you know, very large meet event to thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, potentially, uh, this is going to allow those, uh, first, I think it's 10,000 users, as I think I recall reading at one point. So the first 10,000 users that are joining are going to get a look at this ultra low latency experience. I don't think it's part of this uh, article, but I do remember seeing it somewhere else. Mm, um, yeah, so I, where was I, it? I believe it is. It, there is a limitation though to the number of participants that are getting this ultra low latency capability on there. Oh yeah, oh, there we go. It's actually, it's written in text. So that's why I didn't see it. Is that second sentence. So <laughs> yes, it is available to the first 10,000 viewers. Uh, and additional viewers will have the, the existing experience. Uh, there you go. Yes. And it's going to be only available on the web. Mobile users will be redirected to the web link where they'll have the existing live stream experience. So, you know, for those that are on the web, they can get that uh, better experience. So uh, if you need users to participate a little bit more, uh, more quickly, uh, get them over to the web version of the live stream. And, you know, not just that, there's like a, a whole list of bullet points here of what's improving here. So increased speaker video resolution up to 720p per speaker. Uh, the presentations are going to be better, uh, showing up to 2880 by 1800. Uh, there's up to two speaker video feeds that can be shown side by side. Uh, there's some new layout engine that's going to support any window aspect with dynamic resolution management. Uh, some auto uh, improved automatic camera cuts that focus on the most relevant speakers and content. And that then finally, there's, yeah. And then there's finally that audience interaction, which I was saying, um, that's going to give that more, um, more immediate feedback for emoji reactions, polls, Q and a, and, uh, some support for captions and translated captions is going to be coming later, uh, uh, in a later update. So a pretty, yeah, pretty substantial number of improvements there with the ultra low latency uh, feature. Yeah. I saw a demo also that was uh, showing off the accessibility side of things where since you can have up to two speaker feeds shown side by side, you can have a interpreter um, in real time and actually show it as one of the pinned tiles up there as well. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 
instead of captions. Yeah. Uh, next one. Oh, well, some details here on the rollout. So for to mention uh -huh. that. Uh, rollout in this one is split between rep released um, scheduled release domains, which we'll see. Um, let's see what this is. Actually, I'm going to read this. Actually, this is kind of weird. It's weird how they they, they um, mention this. So it says <laughs> rapid release scheduled release domains on a gradual rollout starting the, the 4th of September, but then it also says scheduled release domains on an extended rollout starting the 18th of September. I feel like they meant there was some specific feature for the, the differences of each of these two. So I'm not sure which is which. And then it also that? specifies that some customers may get it even slower. I may not receive it right. until the end of yeah, Q4. Q4, right. But it does yeah. also say so the availability is it splits out live streaming and live stream meetings viewed by. So it's possible that these are rolling out as two separate features. Yeah, even though it's that's one probably update. what it is. So the availability of the roll-up pace probably is matched, linked up with those two different things. Yes, exactly. So live streaming probably is going to be rapidly scheduled release domains on the 4th of September. And then live streaming meetings can be viewed by those different customers. Um, going to be on that 18th of September rollout pace. Probably what that means. So, yeah. pretty much is viewed by pretty much all uh, workspace business and above licenses. No personal right. accounts, though. Right. Yeah. yeah, essentials chargers, essentials users. Yeah. Everybody yeah. can watch it. Only some of them can do the live streaming and personal accounts go home. <laughs> right. But I'm just I'm looking at what it says here. Live streaming is available for just mm -hmm. the enterprise standard and up customers, but live streamed meetings. What's the difference? Right. Between so with partial domain licensing, only those who can streaming. do the streaming are those with those licenses, but anybody with the other licenses are able to view to tune into the meeting because it's in domain only right so in domain, probably yeah it is no it says specifically this is in domain only yeah right um yeah. so once you like the i guess you have to have i guess you wouldn't have a personal uh account in a domain so basically oh, anybody right, in a right. domain that has a license can view it but only certain levels can stream it standard know. Enterprise yeah. Plus Essentials, Enterprise Essentials Plus. Yeah, Teaching, Learning, Upgrade, and Education Plus. And right. they have got to stop hiring right. Microsoft people. I'm losing track of what all of these SKUs do. <laughs> oh, well, there's going to be more. There there's be more, more but wait, soon. there's more. <laughs> God. I know. Oh. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Right. Yep, yep. Let's it's turning into Microsoft. You need a degree in their licensing just to be able to sell this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next one, some more Google Meet features for Google Workspace individual users, individual users here. So if you're an individual user, uh, you'll be able to take advantage of some several new Meet features and enhancements. Uh, so you have uh, five different uh, features available to you, which will be uh, changing. So participant limit, Assigned co-hosts, Q&As, meeting transcripts, and guest lists will all be changing. So uh, those participant limits will be increasing from 100 to 150. Uh, you'll be able to assign one or more co-hosts uh, to manage those events. Uh, you'll be able to use Q&A feature to engage uh, with your audience. Uh, transcripts 
and be able to capture meeting discussions and meeting attendees, of course. And then guest lists, you'll be able to um, see everyone invited to the meeting and also um, have, uh, you know, see who's yet to join the call. And you'll see their RSVP status, including optional attendees and RSVP notes. So all of those features will be on by default and you'll be able to kind of adjust that as needed. Uh, rollout for that will be uh, going on a full rollout starting the 5th of September. And that is going to be a one to three day visibility uh, feature there. So should be out to you already by the time you hear this. And of course, only for those workspace individual customers. Uh, next, we have the ability to lock files more easily in Google Drive. Lock it down. Lock it down, yes. So yeah, I mean, it's, this is kind of like, you know, part of what approvals were doing and in terms of those different workflows you could create. Uh, so this is going to kind of just make some adjustments to uh, the different options you're going to have to lock files uh, by right-clicking the file and selecting file information and then clicking lock. Uh, so it'll be a way, it'll be a way for re uh, reviewers not to be able to change uh, anything on the file. So edits, comments, suggestions will not be able to be added on to lock documents, which I think, you know, edits, I get, you know, suggestions, okay, maybe. But like comments, like, I don't know. I mean, locking a file without allowing comments, I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't see how comments are going to affect a doc. You know, I think. It might draw people back into the doc when you're saying this is outdated. Well, know, don't but, work but, on I mean, this this last but, year's doc. But that's the whole point of having a single doc and having collaboration and like, you know, that right. doc of the comment functionality, right? Yeah. And even suggestions. Like I get edits, obviously. That's obvious that you're not going to have edits. But like. Common suggestions should only be available to see, you know, on the editor side. So I, I don't know, I guess that's kind of something to think about, you know, so do you want viewers, commenters to be able to create those comments and edits, see their own ones, not see others? I don't know. I feel like that from the collaboration perspective, what Google is all about is that you should try to encourage more comments and suggestions on documents even when it's locked is i guess my feeling yeah i hear so, you it's possible this was also something that was hammered through by one of the larger clients that needed it oh you mean like some of those customers coming from microsoft <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> probably government yeah. customers i don't know perhaps i don't know yeah uh so this is going to says it's going to simplify and streamline the process uh, which was previously only available through the Drive API or through file approvals, like we said. Uh, file approvals is where I was using that uh, previously. Uh, this is going to roll out uh, a little bit uh, differently to rep release and scheduled release domains, where you'll start to see this on the 5th of September for rep release domains on a 15-day graduate rollout for visibility there. And then scheduled release domains, we'll start to see this on the 20th of September also on the same gradual rollout and available. So this is going to be available to all workspace customers. So I think file approvals, you know, was not available to all SKUs, if I recall correctly. I think that was limited to certain ones, I thought. Try to look back here on the documentation. But I, just, I thought like business starter just did not have it, but could be wrong. I think we need to finish updating our spreadsheet of what things have and don't have so that we have a good resource for this. <laughs> I mean, 
It's open. Anyone can edit it. Make some comments. Please join workspaceadmins.org and suggest uh, changes to it. Well, unlike Wikipedia, it doesn't mean everybody is going to have the correct information. <laughs> well, I know, but that's why there's commenting and like approvals and uh -huh. changes. There you go. There you go. I walked into that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to find the SKUs here. But don't see it. Anyways, uh, let's move on to the last update. So the last one is that there's some increases to the row limits in connected sheets for BigQuery. Uh, so this is going to allow you to have uh, pivot tables up to 50,000 rows, where it was previously 30,000. Data extracts have also been expanded to 50,000 rows, where it was previously 25,000. So this will just, of course, allow you to analyze and see a little bit more data uh, as you pull it in from BigQuery. And there's also some imp uh, performance improvements for pivot tables and extracts there. Uh, so where you'll be able to, uh, you know, you've got, you'll see some updates to uh, the, the creation of pivot tables, the deletion, uh, deletion of an ex extract, and also the cut, copy, and paste of data in a pivot table. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of things there uh, improving within that kind of BigQuery and connected sheets functionality. Uh, this is going to be rolling out to both rapid release and scheduled release domains on a gradual lot starting the 15th of uh, September. And that will be uh, going to all those workspace customers and users with personal Google accounts. And that wraps up all the updates that we have for the week. Oh, it's a nice, Jesse, beautiful a screenshot on that last yeah. one. Thank you. Not Thank bad. you to whoever did that. Yeah, wanted to uh, shout out to a little Easter egg that I put in uh, last week's episode in the intro and outro. I don't know if anybody noticed. I changed up the song, and the song was Legacy Land, which was performed uh, in the developer keynote at Google Next. Uh, I do have the full song up on our YouTube channel if you're interested in hearing the actual words version of it instead of just the instrumental. But uh, I threw that in there. I thought it was a nice, appropriate backing track for uh, for the show. So let me know if you caught it. Put your comments down below. Let me know. Um, I just I thought that would be a fun thing to throw in there. Anyway, on to uh, the news here is two events uh, over on the Google Cloud blog, googlecloudcommunity.com, rather. And uh, one is Generative AI for Enterprises. Get started with Generative AI support on Vertex AI with a live Q&A. That's going to be on September 20th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Link in the, the description below to sign up for that one. And the other one is a deep dive into Google Workspace security, how to make safe and smart collaboration a reality. And that is on September 21st at 9 a.m. Pacific, also with live Q&A. I will likely be attending both of those because those are very interesting. I found the security session on Workspace at Next very illuminating. And hopefully, we're actually going to have the head of Workspace security coming on our show at some point in the hopefully near future. Um, he did, did agree to come on, but we got to work with uh, Google PR and scheduling. A couple of other people also that we were talking to at Next about getting on the show. Um, hopefully we can start doing some more guests now that it's easier to meet them, find them and meet them now that conferences are a thing again. 
um, definitely one of the benefits of being in person at Google Next is being able to pull that trick. So hopefully we'll be able to get some more people in here. And again, my event that, or our event that I mentioned at the top of the show um, before the last bit of news here is on September 26th is the live stream deep dive into the Jamf Certified Associate Certification. We haven't done one of these in a while, but the last two that we did proved to be very popular. So, and there might be a couple giveaways. So definitely tune in for that. Last thing here, and I've already seen this rolling out on a couple of my devices here. Chrome gets a fresh look and new features for its 15th birthday. Um, this one's a little bit confusing because parts of it rolled out, at, at least to some of mine, and I'm not running beta or canary like Steve is and 85 different versions of, of Chrome on his machine. Um, I just yeah. have the regular yeah. standard up-to-date version. And even still, um, it multiple times told me to personalize my browser. I'm like, I did this already like five times. So um, I think they're really uh, pushing that forward here. But uh, it's the new Material U design. Uh, things are a little bit more curvy. Colors are a little bit more pastel-y. Uh, a little bit easier to distinguish between profiles, which for somebody like Steve and I, who have OG, I don't know, about 30 different profiles on our computer here, um, is definitely welcome the problem is that you don't remember which color you assign to each profile so you know we're just screwed no matter what we do here be careful when you click onto those accounts there, Steve. Make sure that you're logging into the right one. Um, as we talked about last week, the new Chrome Web Store uh, is rolling out here, getting those updates. So it also got the material design, curvy quarters, uh, pastel colors, things like that. Um, and then there's some new search features as well. And um, I saw that they're bringing back the reading bar, I think it was. I, I forget. I was reading something about that. Um, but that's not in this article. Um, this also talks about Google Safe Browser Browsing and protecting you by flagging dangerous sites and files, how often they check, how they check, things like that. So um, that's also rolling out in uh, in this update. And uh, yeah, who among you were using Chrome 15 years ago? I was. Uh, it's definitely not the same browser it was back then. Uh, it's certainly not as fast as it was back then. Maybe it's faster now, but exponentially uh, over time, I think maybe it has a little bit of uh, some extra weight that we need to continue to work to get rid of. Uh, hopefully the next 15 years, we'll see Chrome continue to evolve and only get faster and slimmer and stop eating so much damn resources and battery. And yeah, please, Google, we would appreciate Whoa. that. Speaking, of re yeah, I mean, Chrome just yes. uses the resource that it has available to it, as, as we saw. I was going to allude into that. Yeah, I was going to allude into that. So Steve got a brand yeah. new shiny computer on top of all of this stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the show here. And uh, what are the specs on that? It's the M1 Pro. Well, it's the Mac no, 14 or the 16. Which no, which did you buy? M2, M2 Pro. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The M2 Pro. Steve, sorry, for the first sorry. time, has Actually, better gear than me on a bunch no, of these sorry. different things here. M2 Max. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. M2, M2 Max. Max. 14 inch? One terabyte of storage. 14 inch, 14 inch screen. Okay. M2 Max. One terabyte of storage. Yeah. And 64 gigabytes of memory. I'm drooling I mean, I've, over I've here had, with 16. Yeah, I've never had a server with more than like 64 gigs, really. I mean, <laughs> maybe I've had one with 128, but like that was yeah. decades ago where it was like super slow memory. Um, but yeah, 64 gigs of memory on my laptop. I um, and you opened one Chrome tab it. and it was gone, all of it. <laughs> Forty-four gigs were gone. Oh my! Well, I opened God. I opened Chrome. I opened Chrome Beta and Chrome <laughs> Canary, and forty-four gigs of memory were gone. Yes, being utilized. Exactly. Did you have one tab open in each, or was it like forty-five no, tabs, tabs open in each? Oh, okay, it's not a forty-five, but I had like just a normal <laughs> amount. 
So yeah, I mean, right now, okay, so not right now, it's not too bad. I have 27 gigs used, and I really only have like what one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have like eight tabs open plus a few chat windows. But when I sent that to you, I had a lot more tabs open. Yeah, well, I definitely I have... downsize when we record. I make sure that I have very few windows open. I just to, I generally tend to do that as well. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, easily 100 tabs open in three different windows as well as chat whatsapp spotify mm -hmm. slack um i don't know some other stuff my camera software running riverside and i only have 16 gig and i'm using 13 and a half so mm -hmm. chrome is a right. gas well, and will expand to fill the space it has <laughs> and it'll exactly. just ram is there it's gonna eat it all up so but i you know full credit there goes to both the mac teams and to the chrome teams for being able to really balance that the fact that we're running yeah. relatively similar workloads and whether you have a crap ton more resources or less resources i mean it's still a very powerful computer on my side as well but still to be able to if you just stop looking at the numbers and this is kind of the some of the magic here is it starts to just work and you know once in a while things yeah. hang sure and when i'm editing in 4k yeah that that I want to turn things off for that, but it's really, a, 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 um, I guess, a, a testament to modern uh, compute engineering and what it's able to do to be able to intelligently juggle all of these tasks and the tabs that we are or are not using actively and things like that. So um, I am impressed. Nice. May it only continue more with the Apple event that uh, will be happening in 12 hours or so. A few hours, yeah. yes. <laughs> This episode will come out after that because I'll be too busy watching the event and then ordering a new iPhone, a new Apple Watch, new, I don't know what else there's going to have, new iPad Pro. I don't know. I'm going to spend a lot of money tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have the latest and greatest toys, folks. Um, Do they usually have like the site available to purchase all the stuff the day of the announcement? I thought it was like a uh, delay. Yeah. Uh, it used to be delayed oh. and it's been getting shorter and shorter and shorter and um, generally within a day or two or same day you can get certain items not necessarily all of them uh, the iPhones they have been working on getting like really almost immediately and I actually work with the uh, Apple business team at my local Apple store and I call them up we have a good relationship yeah. and they will actually nab some things off the truck for me so um, to make sure that uh, they right. put it aside for me to just go and pick it up day of etc so yeah and, you know release day if it's the next day whenever that day is um, yeah. it's good to uh, to to have good relationships with people so that's how to Absolutely. how to leverage that and that's something that I recommend everybody does because it gets me new toys faster and it can get all of you new toys faster anyway it's late we're rambling like and subscribe comments below give us a review on the podcasting side we love all of you thank you for coming back every single week on workspace recap have a good week and we'll see you next time <laughs>